Well, hopefully you've had a great Christmas celebration, and I sure want to thank you for joining us for this service here on the final Sunday of 2021. It is hard to believe that we have come to the end of another year, and in our family, this has been a tremendously significant year. There's been a lot of change for sure, and I know that's the same for the church as well, and I realize you may be joining in for this service, and you're not a part of the Shades family, and if that's the case, we're so glad that you are a part of this service today, but it certainly has been a very significant year of change for us as a church, and God has been so faithful through it all. It really is hard to believe that 12 months ago, you had no idea who your next pastor would be here at Shades Mountain, and just 12 months ago, our family had no idea that we would uproot our lives and that we would relocate to Birmingham, Alabama and become a part of the Shades family here at Shades Mountain. But we have seen God's hand and we've seen God's provision. And we are so grateful at what God has done. It truly has been a gift to be a part of the Shades story and to now be a part of what God is doing in this new season here at Shades Mountain. As we look forward to a new year, I'm so excited. I'm just so hopeful and filled with anticipation at what God is going to do among our church and through our church in this coming year. But before we even think about this new year that's ahead of us, we're going to talk about that more in the days ahead. I do want to take a few moments here today and just reflect on this past year and just give you the opportunity to think about some of the things that God may have revealed to you throughout the year in 2021. I want to do so by going to the Word of God, and I want to read two verses here that will guide us through this little message today. This is from Philippians chapter 2. I want to read verses 12 and 13 of Philippians 2. The Word of God says this through the Apostle Paul, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only in my presence, but much more in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. As we consider the word of God, I do want to take just a moment to pray and to ask God to use his word to speak into our lives. Would you pray with me right now, just wherever you are, whoever you're with, just take a moment and pray with me. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for this time and so grateful for the opportunity at the end of a year to reflect on some of the things that you have done in our lives. Lord, I pray that we would hear from you as we turn our attention to your word. And I pray that you would use this time to be a great encouragement as we remember your faithfulness and see what your word reveals to us. Thank you for the good news that we have just celebrated in the celebration of Christmas. And thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to gather even in a unique way here on this Sunday. We lift up this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, just this fall here at Shades, we had something pretty fun happen among some of our, our student staff. So Pastor Jeremy, who is our family pastor at Shades, laid out a push-up challenge for some of the student staff and some of the other younger guys on our staff team as well. And the way this thing all kind of went down is, is Jeremy realized there were a few guys on our staff, and no names will be used here in this story, that couldn't even do 15 push-ups. And so he laid out a challenge and said, okay, we're going to try to change this a little bit. What, let's meet and do push-ups every single day 
away for a month. And let's see if we together can get to the place where we can do 50 consecutive push-ups without a break. Now, that's a lot of push-ups. If you hadn't done push-ups in a long time, 50 in a row is a lot of push-ups. So sure enough, the guys got together and began doing push-ups every day. And the first few days, it was not a lot of fun for those guys who were involved. Uh, as the time went on, though, they got a little bit stronger. They got a little bit stronger. And sure enough, by the end of the month, every single one of those guys could do at least 50 push-ups without stopping. So if you're wondering why our student staff is so, so swole and jacked right now, it's because they went through a push-up challenge together. So that might be something that you throw in your list of resolutions for the new year. Go try a push-up challenge. Why in the world would I tell you this story, though? Well, think about what happens when people start to work out physically. When you work out physically, especially when you're doing push-ups or you're, you're using weights, you're not creating muscles. The muscles are already there. They're already a part of your body. They're, they're just hidden beneath the surface, maybe for some more than others, hidden way beneath the surface. But when you start to work out over time, through repetition, through some hard work, those muscles that are under the surface they begin to be revealed. What's inside begins to come out. What was worked in begins to be worked out. In a sense, that's what the Apostle Paul is laying before the church here in Philippians 2. He's saying to the church, work out what God has worked in. You see, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, if you've received the good news of salvation that we've just been able to celebrate in a beautiful way here at Christmas, if, if that's your story and you're trusting Christ with your life, you did not save yourself. You did not create your salvation. You received a gift, just like the gifts that you may have received on Christmas morning. You receive a gift from God through what Christ has done for you. And when you work out your salvation, you are bringing to the surface this gift that God has worked into you through his grace and his mercy and his forgiveness. The call to work out what has been worked in is to live in such a way that our faith grows, that our faith becomes visible, that our lives become a testimony of what God has done for us and what he has given us in the good news of Christ. Work out what God has worked in. My guess would be in your life at some point over this last year, there's been some, some stretching. There's probably been some challenges. There may have even been some soreness in your life, some difficulty, some struggles. Many of you are more familiar with that than, than others. For many, it's been a challenging year. And if you think about someone when they have New Year's resolutions and they go to the gym for the first time and they try to get in shape and they try to work out, there's going to be some soreness. And a lot of times when there's soreness, people just want to stop altogether or they just say, you know, I've had enough of that or I just don't know if I can push any further. But as you work out, as you push through the soreness, 
You're able to grow physically. Your, your muscles begin to respond to the work that you're doing. It doesn't hurt as bad, and you become in better shape as a result of pushing through that soreness. When we have challenges, when we have difficulties, when we have struggles that we face, when we, when we enter into times of uncertainty, when we walk through something unprecedented, when we encounter something that we've never seen before, it may create some soreness or some struggle, but it also provides an invitation for us to trust the Lord and to see his faithfulness and to go to a place that perhaps we've never been before in our faith. I'm just curious, how has that happened for you over this last year? Where have you seen God use some soreness or use some struggles to actually grow your faith, to actually form you more into his image? Look back at the scripture, Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. It says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. This verse is showing us the love that the Apostle Paul has for the church in Philippi, whom this letter was written to. This was the first church that the Apostle Paul helped establish and, and plant, so to speak, as, as the early church planner. This is a church that Paul loves dearly. But as he's writing them this letter, he physically is unable to get to them. He longs to be with them. He wants to have fellowship with this church again, but he can't because he literally, at the time of writing this letter, is being held in a prison cell. He's writing this letter from jail. And he wants the church to be encouraged, but he also wants the church to understand how, how much he loves them and how grateful he is for their faithfulness, even as they've walked through unprecedented days and even as they've encountered some very difficult challenges. He wants them to know how much he loves them. I just want to stop here for a moment as we wrap up this year here at Shades and just say to everyone in the Shades family, I personally want you to know how grateful I am for you. You have welcomed our family in through, through really an unprecedented time and just blessed us in so many ways. We love being a part of the Shades family. We are so grateful for who you are and what you care about and the way you are committed to living out the mission that God has laid before us as a church. You have continued to serve, even in the midst of a, a very significant transition. You have continued to give. You have continued to stay focused on the mission and what matters most. I personally am so encouraged by your faith. And I'm so grateful for what God is doing in and through you. I believe that the Lord is preparing us for some very significant days as we get to live this mission in a new season together as a church. And as we look forward to the new year, I just want to encourage you to take a moment here as we wrap up this time together and just think about what has God been working in you over 2021 that he now wants to work out through you in this new year. What has God been teaching you? What has God been revealing you? What has God been showing you that he's now inviting you to work out, to bring to the surface that it might be a blessing and a gift 
to others around you? What are some of those lessons that maybe you've learned through challenges or difficult struggles, or maybe you've just learned through God's faithfulness over this last year? Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. God loves bringing about growth in our lives. It is his good pleasure to use our lives for his glory. And if we're willing and we're available to be used by God for his glory, this is what's so amazing. His good pleasure then translates into our good pleasure. For there is such joy and such pleasure in knowing that your life is being used by God. There is such joy and such pleasure in knowing that God is at work in you and through you for his glory. Think about what God wants to do through you as you look forward to a new year. Think about how God is inviting us as a church to be used for his glory. What a gift, what a pleasure it is to be used by God. As you think about working out your salvation and you think about living for the glory of God, take a moment as we conclude this little devotion here today to just maybe write some things down or maybe talk with those in your family or the friends that you're watching this service with and just ask the simple question, what is it that God has been showing me this year? What is it that God has been working in me that now he wants to work out through me to be a blessing to others and to point people to the gift of who Christ is and what he has done. Certainly, there have been plenty of challenges. There's been plenty of struggles, but my guess is there's also been plenty of highlights. So what is it that God has revealed to you in 2021? What is it that God has been working in you in 2021 that he wants to work out through you for his glory to be a blessing to others? Then the second thing I would just ask you to consider, and maybe you talk through this as well, is what can you do going into this new year based on what God has been working in you? What are some tangible ways that you can grow in your faith? What are some tangible ways that you can work out what God has worked in to you? Maybe it's a, a new habit that you form as it relates to your personal devotional time. Or maybe it's a specific prayer that, that you feel led to pray going into a new year. Or maybe it's a, a step of sacrificial giving or a, a step to go on a mission trip or, or to serve in some way that you've never served before. Maybe there's some ministry idea or passion that God has put on your heart over this last year and he's inviting you to now step out on faith and live it out in a new year. What is it that you can do specifically? What are some practical things that you can work out what God has worked in? Take a moment, process those questions, pray through those questions, maybe have a little bit of dialogue or discussion, and then just wrap up this time here today thanking God for what he's revealed in 2021 and praying that God would use your life and your faith for his glory in even greater ways 
going into a new year. Shades, I love you. And I'm so grateful for what God has revealed to us this year. And I am so thankful for the opportunity that we have to look into a new year and to dream and to pray that God would use us even more for his glory. I hope you've had a great time celebrating Christmas and being with family, and I can't wait to see you again next year. God bless.